Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. This ain't no blood sea. This is blood plus the far superior anime. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, this is Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today I'm reviewing Blood Plus. Yes, I know many of you probably recognize Blood Plus from its glorious time or when it was brought over to Adult Swim. I don't know why I, I was confused for a second there. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, what, what was happening? I, anyway, man, it's like, Batman, are you high? No, guys, I don't do drugs anymore. Anyway, this is Blood Plus. It has 50 episodes and it aired from October 8th, 2005 to September 23rd, 2006. Therefore, it premiered in the fall of 2005. Obviously, the studio that uh, animated Blood Plus is Production IG, a little well-known company that we all know and love. And the licensor is Sony Pictures Entertainment. So, yes, we if you were one of those adult swim babies like me, then you know all about Blood Plus. What a fantastic old freaking anime this was. So here's the synopsis for you. So there's this girl. Her name is Saya Otanashi, right? Finally, a name that I don't butcher. Anyway, so Saya's just, you know, your ordinary Japanese schoolgirl. She lives in uh, with an adoptive family in Okinawa City. So, you know, she, she's just after. She ain't nothing. Ain't nothing special about this girl. She's just like any other Japanese schoolgirl you're going to see walking down the street at any given time. However, from time to time, um, well, strange things seem to seem to happen. Like things from her past come back to haunt her. And one night, well, Saya, she, she goes to school, you know, being a, a, I don't remember if she was an honor student or not, but, you know, being the, the studious person that she is, she goes to school late at night to do whatever she's going to do on campus late at night. Why would she go to school at night? Who, who knows? And this is why what happens happens to her. So, you know, she's doing her thing at school, 
All of a sudden, this big old bat creature thing, big old friggin' I don't know what it's it's called a Carotherin. I think I'm saying the name right, Carotherin. But anyway, it's this big old mindless looking beast thing comes in attack her and she's like oh no man i'm being attacked you know and by the way these big hulking creatures they might appear to be mindless bloodthirsty animals but they are actually like they can potentially they have the intelligence to potentially become the next dominant species on the planet so it's uh it's, it's very worrying that, you know, these things are running around. But anyway, so this big old thing comes to attack her. And she's like, oh, no, you know, oh, oh, no, big bat creature, big bear thing. It's not a bear. Anyway, the big thing comes and attacks her. And all of a sudden, this dude who's, like, been stalking her for the past few days, you know, just, like, he looks homeless. He has, like, a freaking cello. You know, he all of a sudden, he just busts into the room. He's like, I'll save you. He doesn't really say anything. And then, you know, he beats the crap out of it. Uh, and it, basically, it pimp slaps Saya, right? Like, the big thing pimp slaps her, and she gets knocked senseless. So the, the big, stoic, silent guy, his name is Haji, cello playing dude, he... he Goes up to her and basically he transfers blood from her mouth, his mouth to her mouth, which is, you know, kind of creepy. But at the same time, like her blood, the blood that's transferred to her, uh, reawakens what she truly is. And all of a sudden, like she becomes this, you know, super strong, deadly warrior. Her freaking eyes turn red and like she turns into what she has always been, which is like a monster slayer kind of thing. Not, but anyway, she, she's really powerful. And uh, so she, she gets a sword from Haji who happens to be carrying with him very conveniently and uh, gives them, she goes and kills this thing, or at least she slices it open. And then she faints again, like, Oh God, you know, like, Hulk smash, and then she falls asleep unconscious, and yeah, after that, because she goes in berserk mode, then she goes unconscious, then she wakes up, it's like, what happened? Uh, you know? So her, <laughs> I think I'm doing a terrible job doing the synopsis for this anime. Anyway, her blood is used as a catalyst to reawaken some of her past memories and what she truly is so when she now when this happens to her now in an organization called red shield which is you know this organization which is nothing like the red cross <laughs> um that's a stupid joke um comes they, they approach her and they're like hey like we're supposed to protect you and we're supposed to kill these big monster things so you know and we've been using you for decades like literally since like vietnam like decades on end you don't age and um we've been you know reawakening you every few decades to you know help us fight uh fight the powers that be these big old freaking monsters so now saji and hi saji saya and haji team up with Red Shield to take on these big old red beasts. And um, then we start really getting to the story. We start getting into the back backstory about Saya's crazy twin sister. And yeah, this, this anime gets deep, guys. That is the synopsis, the very horrible synopsis, I might add. Now here's the review.
So as many of you know who have been listening to me for a while, uh, I have a just massive list of reviews I've written over the years, and I've you know I'm a blogger, so I put these things. I've been really these were on my website with awesome.com before I got hacked about ten times by the Russians. No, I don't know who did it, but anyway. Um, so I, I reviewed this quite some time ago, and uh, this is just one of those reviews when I was reviewing early, you know, like an early reviewer, so I didn't really get super in-depth. Like, I wish I went more in-depth with this. So just letting you know, like, for you fans out there who love Blood Plus, I'm not going to get super in-depth with this. I'm not going to talk about all the characters and what they brought to the table and all that kind of stuff. It's more of a, a surface-level review, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, this is just a classic, just... Uh, iconic anime, and this is mostly because of the fact that it was brought over the Adult Swim. So we got anime like Trigun, we got anime like freaking Cowboy Bebop, Space Dandy, um, uh, all, all those, you know, just the, the Dragon Ball Z, all, all the, the endless list of anime that we got over to Adult Swim in the 90s and 2000s and stuff. And this is one anime that, you know, replayed about a thousand times over. And I watched it so many times in English. By the way, the dub is fantastic. Okay. I don't, there aren't a lot of anime where I just recommend the dub outright. And this one, I definitely do. But at the same time, the sub is just as good. So, Japanese, English, whatever one you choose. Uh, whatever other languages out there, I don't know any other languages. So <laughs> between Japanese and English, they're both really good, but the dub is fantastic. Go dub approved. But um, but yeah, like I said, this is gonna be more of a, a, a gloss over of the anime. But yeah, so basically, Blood Plus revolves around like in the synopsis, revolves around a girl named Saya, and she's basically the pure-blooded queen of a race of super beings, and these things are called Corrupterin. And, like, on the surface, they really do look like they're just crazy blood-sucking freaking animals that just, you know, like a like a, a rabid bear or something. You see a bear in the woods, and you know you can probably outsmart it somehow, it, it, but if it catches you, you're dead. Well, this thing is, the, the Cropterin are, like, super intelligent and super deadly. So, yeah, they really do have the potential of, like, replacing everybody on the Earth. They, like, they have the potential to become the next, like, massive dominant species on the planet. So, of course, you got to have Red Cross, <clears throat> I mean, Red Red Shield come up and, you know, protect everybody from, like, you're going to have somebody or some organization to combat these things. Because if you don't combat them, then how are you going to, how are you going to, you know, stop them from taking over the earth? But anyway, so Saya is like one of two twins of like the, the Corrupterin Queen or something like that. And, um, and she has the ability with her blood to kill these things. Otherwise, they're really hard to kill, like, extremely difficult, nigh on impossible to kill without her blood. So she basically has to bleed herself to death every time she has to fight one of these things. Now there's a little prick on the edge of her blade and stabbed into an eyeball and, you know, they're done. But anyway, so the, the whole point is Sai has to hunt down these things and kill them whenever they, they pop up. And uh, she has a twin sister named Diva. And really her true mission throughout the decades has been to find and kill her twin sister. 
She's also a queen of the Corrupteran, and she really, Diva, it really is the greatest threat to humanity. So, like, this is, like, Saya's greatest mission is to go find Diva, take her down. And what I really liked is how this anime started um, with Saya being this innocent schoolgirl, right? And then, like, she's attacked by this giant Corrupteran, and then she has... Uh, I forgot what he's called, but basically that the guy Haji who saves her is her. Um, ah, I forgot what they were called, man. Uh, do better research, <laughs> but basically he's like a follower of hers that you know he follows her um, like like a, a bodyguard in a sense, but he's it's more than just a bodyguard. But whatever. Uh, so basically he's uh, he doesn't age either, and. Uh, he eternally follows her. Like, he doesn't age either. He protects her. And um, so he comes to her, reawakens her true self by, you know, transferring her blood into her mouth through a kiss. And she's no longer that, you know, innocent uh, uh, um, high school girl anymore. Now she's a cold-blooded killer. She is her true self. She kills this thing. Then she falls back unconscious. And then she, like, she reawakens uh, as the schoolgirl again, and this is what happens every time throughout the decades, throughout like 10, 50, like all, all the decades that she's been alive. She's been alive for a really long time, and she's always looked like just like a high school girl. Um, she always falls into like a deep slumber, and then when she reawakens, she always has amnesia. So she doesn't know, like she has to fall into you know, a new life every time. And then eventually she's reawakened and then she goes and hunts down the Corrupteran and all that. And then she falls back into a coma again and then she reawakens and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, and what I like how about Blood Plus is how, you know, it, it starts with her being this innocent girl and then she starts to learn about her past, learn about Red Shield, learn about the Corrupteran, learn about her twin sister Diva and all that kind of stuff. And you see her slowly start to transition from, you know, the schoolgirl that we've come to know from the start of the show. And it rhymed. Anyway, um, we we see her transition into a whole, into the cold-blooded killer that she is. And the, that's a perfect transition to really talk about one of the main reasons why you should watch this anime besides the drama, which we'll get to that in a second, is the action. This anime is action-packed. It is really cool. Lots of fast-paced fighting scenes. You know, it's not. It's really fast-paced. It's not over the top. It's not ridiculous. It's really great. It's one of the main appeals of this anime. Like, this anime has a, a strong suit. One of the strong suits really uh, is, is action uh, it's like has a nice even balance to it. You don't really get any ridiculous. Oh, I'm going to jump 50 feet in the air and drop down and karate chop you in the face. You know, no, it's all within the realm of reality and stuff. And there's just something about an Asian school girl cutting open a, a, a towering monster with a katana that, you know, really gets me going. I'm sure it gets you going, too. It's one of the, the main things about this anime that was awesome. You basically get to see a... um an Asian or a Japanese schoolgirl just cutting down monsters, which just sounds like a terrible movie. Not terrible, but you know, like one of those cheesy movies, um, one of those cheesy Japanese movies. Anyway, <laughs> um, and there were times this anime got really bloody and like, like gory almost. 
but it's more along the line of Saturday morning cartoon gore rather than Freddy Krueger, I'm going to rip out your guts gore, you know? So it's not anything like, oh, that was nasty. More of the lines like, oh, crap, she got cut in the face and she's bleeding like crazy, you know? So it wasn't anything over the top. But like I said, um, action is fantastic. Fan, one of the one of the better uh, or one of the um, stronger aspects of this anime, but just as strong, just as good as the action is his ever constant companion drama. <laughs> and the ongoing drama, of course, revolves around Saya and her practically non-existent relationship with her bloodthirsty twin sister, Diva. And like I said, Diva is like this massive threat to all of humanity. And Saya just has this you know, this beating thing that she's like, I gotta go kill Diva. I gotta go get Diva. Hey, is that Diva over there? Let me go stab her in the face. You know, like she's always just trying to hunt her down and take her down because if Diva's done, then the Karatamarin threat is done. So she, you know, she, and it's almost like an instinctual thing where uh, she, she's just... It's almost like instinct is driving her to go and take her sister out, but she knows how important it is to go and just end the end this threat. Um, and no matter what happened, no matter how desperate the scene is, how or you get like a it's great, you know, a lot of characters and whatnot. There's a lot of casual casual scenes where she's just getting along with all the rest of the cast and whatnot in the show. Uh, the theme of killing Diva always just seems to bubble to the surface every single time. And Saya becomes so obsessed with killing her sister, you know, with just accomplishing this mission that, like, at the midway point on this anime, her her entire personality changes. And, like, this is one of the better aspects of this anime is really... Um, the, the character development too, because we start with the innocent schoolgirl, then she slowly starts coming over to you know she slowly starts becoming stronger and stronger. Like both, uh, she's already strong in body, but now her her actual uh, um, her approach, her uh, personality becomes stronger. It's like I have to her resolve becomes stronger. Is what I'm trying to say, and um, and she really transforms from this happy go lucky schoolgirl to this cold-blooded, cold as ice, ice in your veins type, you know, just killer. And it's and it really happens in the space of a few episodes. And like I really like the transition, but she gets scary and you really have to mourn the character that is basically killed off. And the character that's killed off is her happy go lucky personality inside and whatnot and she like she's completely consumed by the person that she truly is which is this Carothran queen who has to go and kill her twin sister and you know it it was it was awesome to see the transition and the whole show kind of transitions with her um like it jumps the like time skips a couple of years when that happens but you really gotta feel sad because when she was more innocent um, you got a really a lot of really cool scenes where she's just bonding with a lot of people, laughing, you know, being just this jovial person, and like she gets scared just like everybody else and all that kind of stuff. But um, and she gets shy and all that. But when she becomes this cold blooded killer, 
that all those emotions are thrown out the window. It's like she killed her happy side and like the cold blooded, cold as ice, ice in your veins chick comes out. And uh, yeah, that was that was an awesome transition. I love that. And yeah, the character development for all the characters was on point. And I love that the secondary and tertiary characters like the characters Red Shield um, and you have just a whole ensemble, a whole cast of characters. None of them are really just thrown to the wayside. You sometimes have anime where they just kind of tuck the, the background characters. You kind of just forget about them. Kind of like how in Dragon Ball Z, you forget like Tien becomes less relevant. Uh, uh, um, um, Piccolo becomes res- less relevant. Um, now they're doing it to freaking Gohan, you know? And um, in this anime, you don't really have that. You don't really have characters who become less relevant. It's like sometimes they're not as you know prominent as they once were. Uh, but they they don't get that less relevant treatment like ah Tien used to be really strong or Piccolo used to be really strong but now he's just regulated to the background role no no not with this anime everybody has a role to play and they feel it and they yeah it, I I like that it's something I noticed something I noted down when I first watched this anime and yeah it, it's I loved I loved the uh, character development. And, um, you know, and how they treated the ter- secondary and tertiary characters, even the characters that are a little bit more insignificant, you know, um, that don't play as big a role. They never really swept under a rug. They all have their roles to play. I really like that. Uh, transitioning to the artwork. Loved it. Beautiful, fluid visuals, you know, and uh, I, I just... I used to be an art major, so like I, I tried to like describe uh, the artwork as like ah, oh, uh, beautiful shading and fluid visuals and all that kind of stuff. It looks nice, okay. <laughs> I mean, let me just say that this anime looked fantastic, well animated anime. But one thing I also um, majored in music, and I will tell you that I love the soundtrack of this anime and the thing is diva you know saya's evil bloodthirsty twin sister she is an opera singer right so you get these really operatic um scenes where she's just kind of serenading the background with her music and it sounds really beautiful and nice and like you had this really soft yet very dramatic orchestra oh i will do a soundtrack breakdown of blood plus because, man, when it comes to orchestral soundtracks, I'm all over that mug. Anyway, overall, uh, this was a great anime. I loved it. It has a great storyline, spot-on character development, beautiful visuals. Man, that soundtrack is freaking good. And it's there was a reason why they brought it to Adult Swim, because they recognize how fantastic this anime was. This is just, this is a classic, man. Like 10, 15 years from now, I don't know if it's really considered to be a classic right now, but you know, some years down the road, we're going to look back and say, yeah, that right there, that that was a 2000s classic. What, what, what year did I say? Let me check this real quick. Uh, 2005, early, mid 2000s classic for Shizzle. Anyway, I give Blood Plus an 8 out of 10. Please, guys, go and check it out. This is just... Uh, 
so good. Oh my gosh. And I originally gave this thing an 8 out of 10, but I'm going to bump this up to a 9. This anime really does deserve... Uh, it really does deserve that, that upgraded status, you know? And and sometimes when I review these things, I, I realize how... Um, like my original, I always give an original score, but sometimes when I'm like reviewing it on this podcast, I really realize that sometimes it really doesn't deserve the score that I give it. And uh, it really either deserves to go up or go down. And most of the time it's in the upward trend. And this definitely deserves a, a bump up. And so I'm going to give it a nine out of 10. You just, you have to see, like, this is one of the, I don't really watch, rewatch anime a lot. This is one of the few anime that I've watched about like six or seven times. Like I'm not exaggerating. I've literally watched it six or seven times, all 50 episodes from beginning to end. Uh, it, it's that freaking good. So go check it out. This is Batman Live 2002. Hope you enjoyed the review. Gonna do an anime soundtrack breakdown on the next podcast. Look out for that. There's so many soundtracks. I, I don't know what to choose. There's the anime called Nowhere. Really great classic anime, 90s anime. Of course, it's Blood Plus. There's um, there's just so many. But anyway, look out for that. I have a collaboration with this really great um, uh, a duo of podcasters that I met on Twitter. Look out for that. We're going to break down the live-action Bleach movie. So... Yeah, guys, this is Batman Live 2002. Do me a favor, people. Stay with Sasson, people. Stay with Sasson. Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!